small businesses, I feel like are often so stressed, you know, we got to have that win now, right? And sometimes you can, sometimes you can't, right? But I think there's this combo of showing them that we will do X now, but as a whole, the potential of what this is worth is far greater, right? Now we have over 200 people who signed up for this event that want this product and become repeat people, you know, all, all these things that you can start creating um, past that, right? But once we kind of got that, the offer, what are we going to have in there? And then promoting, getting people excited. This is Digital Marketer. Hey everyone, this is Mark DeGrasse, the president of Digital Marketer, and this is the podcast that keeps you up to date on everything you need to know when it comes to digital marketing. From the platforms you can be focused on to the kind of tactics and tools that are working today. Today's guest is Aton Pollinger, the owner of Prosperous Media and one of our newest faculty members here at Digital Marketer. Today we're going to go through a specific case study that's going to show you how he got a six-figure return on an event for one or two of his clients uh, and how you could replicate his results. So welcome, Aton. Awesome. Yeah. Happy to be here. Definitely. So it was, we, you know, this is a, a really cool and exciting thing to talk about. Um, this is the, the second time the same type of flow has created, you know, over a hundred thousand dollars in one day, uh, from these events for local businesses and, uh, and not, you know, and non-local. So it's, it's really cool. That, that's fantastic. And I think it's, uh, you know, that's difficult. I don't know if I, well, we've had a few here at digital marketer, but <laughs> personally when I have my, <laughs> My agency, you know, six figures, that's huge for, for a single day event. So, you know, just kind of talk about how you uh, came up with the concept maybe or, or the evolution of, of developing it, and then we'll get into the how-to. Sure. I mean, I think the flow, as I'll go through it, really is going to make sense, right? And I think the just the emphasis of, of doing it and, and really spending the time to go through it, right? So the initial part of any of these events, one was a grand opening for a uh, local mid spa, and one was a software company that has a certification tied to it that they brought people in for a uh, event, right? Two different types of events, same concepts that generated the over um, over 100. One was around 152, I think, and the other was 115. Wow. So I'm guessing these are kind of comprehensive approaches to uh, planning the events and then uh, promoting. Did you use, uh, you know, email or was it uh, print or, or what was the process? Yeah. So the first step was really saying, okay, why should they even care about this? <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so many start. times, you know, we, we think, oh man, we have this great event. Everyone's going to want to come to our grand opening or whatever, but the reality, no one really cares. Right. What's in it for them is the first and only, you know, the most important question, I think, at least from my, you know, from these working out is understanding that and then building a hook into that event as you would for an ad or, or any other thing that makes them want to show up, right? Yep. So if we go ahead and talk about the, the med spa as an example, a giveaway of a year of free boat guns, right? <laughs> which, wow. Which, which exactly, right? And it sounds like, wow, this is great. And in reality, it's like, I don't know, cost the business maybe six hundred dollars to do that, right? Because they don't have, they don't, they only do sessions every few months, maybe. The you know, so the the gift sounds so massive. In reality, the cost is very low, so the ROI is massive for that type of hook, and people are excited to to do it. And especially if you bring another person, and they're, you know, we didn't put a lot of rules into those elements on purpose, right? Letting people do what they do. 
Well, I think right off the so, bat, the offer, yeah. you know, is one of those wow offers. And I think, you know, Hermosi with the whole uh, $100 million offer kind of thing is like, if you don't, if it's not something that people are like, oh my gosh, I have to have this, then it's probably not good enough. So I did. Excellent start. <laughs> right. Definitely. So, I mean, you want to get people excited, right? And I think often we forget to ask that question, like, and would I be excited to go to this? Would I be excited to take the next step on this funnel? <laughs> right. So all those yeah. kind of. Uh, questions, right? So asking those questions and how we promoted it was really a series of, um, you know, starting with anticipation on social media and email, the existing kind of base overall, right? And leveraging them to bring more people, right? Like having another seat or another ticket if you bring another person, um, things of that nature. But once we listed out the whole event, then it became about selling the crap out of every single component of the event, right? So the food, pictures of the chef and the uh, you know, I don't think anyone's promoted that catering company better than this med spa based off how we did it, right? <laughs> it's yeah, a, that's awesome. You know, what's going to be the experience and selling each component that it becomes a, why wouldn't I go have an evening there? It's going to be fun. And there's this massive potential reward, right? So free food, big potential reward, come support kind of one of the locals, whatever, you know, all the different components that people may want to kind of um, participate in. So um, the first step is really what, you know, mapping out the, that flow right? So why should they come? What are we going to have in it? And then the sequence of breaking it apart into pieces and selling each component in it throughout the time. So people are actually excited to show up. Mm. No, yeah, that's fantastic. I love how it's, it's a focus on each individual aspect of the event itself, which is the deliverable. Because I think it is, well, like I started the conversation. I was like, well, did you do email? Did you? And I got directly into promotion <laughs> versus like, right. no, get get the offer first, get the offer. Yeah. And then, the rest will flow. That is, I love that you said that because that is exactly what I always, you know, want to do is that let's spend the time here before we go into the, you know, the battle, so to speak, right? Let's get all the ducks aligned. Let's be sure that we got the strong offer that people have to say yes to or are excited about. And then let's communicate that in a strong way. Um, and it kind of leads into the, you know, into that step, the anticipation, the excitement through the channels and just really just reminding them that it's going to be a big offer <laughs> it's it's kind of that type of thing well i think it gets your your client in the right mindset too because i think it is you know like all right we're going to push out all this information and and we're going to get these numbers in and blah 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 versus like no you guys got to deliver on the event itself because i think that's that's another big mistake where they don't invest the time to actually make it worthwhile where you all have all the marketing assets you need if you you know make an effort to make it worthwhile Absolutely. I mean, I think that a big part there is that how much is it worth for me to invest to acquire a client profitably, which is not something that people often think about, especially in the small business world, right? They don't um, see the correlation of let's actually invest in this because it's going to do so much more. And every time, whatever it's an offer for a local event, like these ones that had a major return or a landing page or whatever it may be, that big claim, that big kind of investment on the front end, if the numbers add up, your lifetime value and all that, then it's a absolute big win and you start playing like the big companies. Love it. So you have an event. It's uh, sounding awesome. You got all your your marketing assets in a row because you, you listed out all the features. Uh, what happens to tax? And, and also, if you could put, apply like the time frames in terms of how much each one of these steps sure. take, that'd be awesome. So I'll continue on the step of the local kind of physical one, which was really a five-week uh, five-week notice and promotion. So we had about five um, emails and we had about six social posts, 
and that was all we we did as far as letting people know um it, it really that was it and then letting the the existing clients of the business promote it, giving them like these physical flyers with the hook on it with a qr code to sign up so they can get the prize so all of that becomes a list of people that they can then market to um specifically those who are eager to get the prize and now we all know they really want that product right man that's that's incredible well just the the limited amount of posts because most of the time you know you think like oh no we're gonna blast them we're gonna get out here we're gonna do a giant paid ad campaign we're gonna do you know 10 million emails all that kind of fun stuff but don't need to so much like so the digital market approach right of making sure there's not a leaky bucket right when we bring people in that's exactly the next piece of this puzzle that you know we'll talk about which is the mechanism to actually make the cells um and that is the um once that was honed in strong and in this case it was a experience right so um what i like to say and, and have learned from people like uh and darren hardy in this case when it comes to the experience which is this element of you know what do they expect Right. What's the touch point of the event? What do they expect? And how do we make it into a wow? Right. And stacking that into this whole kind of major experience. You know, I expect to have food, but do you expect to be like incredible food in a local kind of event? Do you expect to walk into this place, but you expect like this unbelievable welcome and feeling like, you know, the warmest greeting you've seen in like a year. Right. And more than that, each step within their meds, but what we did is uh, they got these, the, the instructors, people who own those machines came down, gave demonstrations, a lot of value in advance per, per each station. And we took um, advances on treatments because obviously we couldn't do it right then. So it's kind of like a down payments at a better offer to pay today so they can come for a treatment, right? Huge. Hey everyone, I wanted to quickly interrupt the podcast for a special announcement. If you're a marketer, which you probably are since you're listening to this podcast, you know that social media marketing isn't about cool hacks or some weird trick that a self-reclaimed expert is telling everyone about. True social media experts understand this. Social media is a real craft that involves real strategy that goes far beyond flashy hacks. That's why social media is the number one most misunderstood and underleveraged marketing channel. At Digital Marketer, we know what you need to become a true social media expert. You'll be learning from top industry experts about the exact methods that work today for marketing on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Pinterest, and TikTok, and how to incorporate them into a comprehensive social media strategy. You'll learn how to tie in your social media plan with your company's overarching goals. You'll learn how to source and create engaging content that's perfect for your ideal customers. But best of all, you'll leave with a complete understanding of how to strategize, execute, measure, and optimize your social media marketing. Learn more right now at digitalmarketer.com slash social cert. Well, that goes back to your talk about ROI, where you're saying like, hey, what are you actually going to make off of this? And you don't have to wait. Because, you know, a lot of times you say at the event, you're like, let's just get the event done. And then with the follow-up, will you know, make it worthwhile. But you you incorporate the whole thing into one process. That's huge. You know, and I, it's a small bit, you know, in a small business, I feel like often so stressed, you know, we got to have that win now, right? And sometimes you can, sometimes you can't, right? But I think there's this combo of showing them that we'll be able to do X now, but as a whole, the potential of what this is worth is far greater, right? Now we have over 200 people who signed up for this event that want this product and become repeat people, you know, all, all these things that you can start creating um, past that, right? But once we kind of got that, the offer, what are we going to have in there? 
and then promoting, getting people excited, but making sure we had a mechanism to deliver wow experience and the mechanism to capture those payments, right? The follow-up becomes a natural piece of this because people want to know who won the prize and people want to, you know, stay in that communication. It becomes much easier. That's that's awesome. Uh, I love it. So now you have the the build up, five week build up. You did the mm-hmm. event, you got the event experience all dialed in, you incorporate the actual sales into the event as well. And mm-hmm. now people expect the follow up because they want to win that prize and it's so good that they well, and they had a great experience. So there you go. One little technical question. If people signed up for the event but mm-hmm. didn't come to the event, were they still in the uh in the drawing for the big prize? So what we said, and this is a, a really good question, we said we will announce at the end of the of the party, but we will have like a, multiple things we're going to be offering people as mm-hmm. like surprise gifts on the after. So it's kind of like a, a hug, but we had like a, we put it into a system and we said we would announce it only then. So they had to be there. That was mm-hmm. part of the game too. You can't just sign up and not show up. Love it. And you still get their emails either way, so. When yeah, you... either way. And it's people who were interested in it. It was a uh, the main goal. I mean, so really it's that um, understanding what's the biggest gift we can give with the minimal investment. Wow. And so, that's so, kind of the, yeah, sorry. Go on. Oh, no, I was going to say, so how much like all in did the whole process cost the uh, the company? I mean, I would say it cost us maybe, maybe 5000 to put up the event. And what a generation. Well, because think about it this way, right? I mean, all we did is pay for catering. They had the place. The staff was there for the evening. We had some wine that we bought at the store, <laughs> right? And that was pretty much it. And we had a, a booth for people to take pictures and share it for social media and whatnot, right? So as we're, cool. you know, talking, yeah, so I just remember that booth, right? Which is another touch point of, you know, mm-hmm. why do people want to share was another question, right? You don't just share something for no reason, but if you have a cool booth, pictures, drinks, um, a cool atmosphere, give them a reason to to talk about it too, not just to show up. So give them a reason to show up, give them a reason to talk about it, and definitely give them a reason to buy it right now. That has been, everything you say sounds really simple, but you know, I planned Mm -hmm. out a lot of events and when you get into the mix of the events, it's very easy to get like bogged down with like, well, what food should we have? And who's going to be working that night? And, And all these little things that, are just easy to get focused on versus like, mm-hmm. oh, this is to make money. How many clients are we going to get out of this? Like, how can we get them to sign right now? And and I think all the aspects that you talk about, and it sounded like a super, exp- the way you described it, I'm like, oh man, this must be a ten, twenty thousand $20,000 event. And you're like, ah, 5000 good to go. And so you didn't do any paid advertising either. No, no not at all. So, uh, you know, I think it's the finding those win-win and opportunities, right? So the reps of these things want to come down because the Metzbah pays them the to have their stuff, right? So you get free instructors flying in to do this event um, because they're happy to show off the machines and talk about because the more they make, the more they make, everyone's happy. So I have this free staff of experts um, training, you know, showing everyone how to do it, which is also training the staff, by the way, at the same time, right? Um, And we're taking pictures, we're getting, just squeezing as much as possible out of this, right? If you look at the, the whole flow, it's okay. Let's get some testimonials. Let's pick pictures of people on the equipment. You have a photographer there. Now you have photo shoot happening. And it and we didn't have a photographer. It was just us, me with my phone, which was <laughs> plenty. Wow. Right? So, oh, it's even better. That's yeah, I mean, I well, think and it's you a, had the booth. I mean, 
Well, and the, the UGC content where you're just like, no, just let the the people who are there, you know, be amazed. And then, and you're providing so much value by having those experts there to explain their devices and the techniques and, and all that kind of stuff is, uh, again, sounds obvious, but is totally easy to forget about when you're playing these type of things. You know, I think it's the fun part is, and if I were to simplify kind of what we were talking about to bring it together, because I think, you know, we were obviously jumping between the different elements of it, right? But from that idea of the strategy of why should people care and come that offer, that's really exciting. Not like, um, because we'll have food. It's like, no, care, you're the guy, eat at home, right? So what's going to be exciting? Like, I don't want to go hang out with people I don't know, right? Like, what's exciting that offer and then communicating that over how much time you need? I'm in New Mexico. People make decisions here on the last moment. So a short promotion period of time is what works here. And may, you may need three months in New York. I don't know, right? Just as an example, throwing it out there. But whatever's the minimum amount needed. So, hey, the event's coming. And then selling every element of that event, getting people excited, but reminding them of the the main hook, the main draw, the big prize, the thing that they want to go there for people will forget if you don't if they're not reminded right and then as they come making sure that you have the experience that's going to really you know that aha moment that we talk about in a customer value journey right because that's a conversion they came good now let's wow them like whoa i want to be a part of this these people are cool they obviously have good taste they're treating me right you know and which makes the ascension the purchase way easier right so having the mechanism to sell right so well, say that's, the, those are the main things. The coolest part is that you know, all these things that you describe, it, it's really delivering and, and proving that, that you can deliver the service that you're offering. So now you don't just get that sale on the front end, but now they're much more likely to stay a client for a long time because that first experience with the business was like, oh my gosh, this business has their crap together. Uh, they have stuff I want. Uh, they're willing to put on an event that you know I appreciate. And, and then they give free stuff away. So it's uh, it's a no brainer in terms of making a decision to go there for a while, hopefully. Absolutely, you know, and what I've noticed, you know, both in this event and the one that we, you know, I just came out of the other event that we also crossed that mark where we did a lot more, right, you know, around the one, the one fifty and whatnot. The um, the concept of that, you really have to have the way to sell and really think about it because that's going to be, you know, you can put up all this thing, and even if you have a great hook and people came for it. That's like a whole other side of this that needs to be engineered. Like, okay, now that they're here, well, how do I get their attention, right? How do I get them to get their information? You know, how am I going to get them to buy? And really thinking about that process, not just expecting it to happen just because yeah. they're there. Well, and and that goes back to the offer creation too, because you're like, okay, the original offer come to the event. Now it's the offer at the event. And that's where you get, you know, the big sales and, and the real benefit, which Again, like I said, playing a lot of events, it's easy to forget about that part because you're so concerned that, oh, well, nobody's going to show up. Like, I'm just going to worry about like getting, you know, getting as many people as there as possible and we'll figure out the sales on the other side, which is business 101 for the most part where they, you forget about that and you're like, no, just more numbers, more leads. That'll do it. For sure. And it's really the fun part, right? I mean, obviously when they see that, you know, at the end of the event, they come to you and they're like, I didn't even know that was possible, right? Like, boom, they get all sold. And it's because these, you know, fundamentals or the one-on-one, you know, how you're saying, were met and thought of just in, in detail. And then everyone was mostly relaxed at the event because they knew the mechanisms are in place to, to do what's needed. 
No, and that's that's where the the pre planning comes into place. And and as a marketer, that's what they're paying you for. You know, I think that's kind of the uh, the funny part because as marketers, we're like, well, we're all about strategy, or I'm a social media marketer, and that's what I do. And it's like, no, your job is to get them more sales. Period. Whatever it takes, figure it out. That is so unbelievably true. And so you know, every so many times I work with people I'm like, oh, I just you know, I'll give you leads and traffic, and you know, you do the rest. Um, and that may work, you know, if that's what people are paying for and whatnot, but that doesn't last very long, right? That's kind of those relationships that we all know that, you know, the reason marketers don't have that long <laughs> lifespan within companies or in one, because it's not the holistic, you know, my goal is to grow your business, right? If I get you all the leads, that's great. But if no one actually bought, you'll tell me anyway that those leads weren't good. So I got to take responsibility and engineer the psychology of purchasing at the event itself too. Um, yeah. For them and for me. Well, I think, you know, assuming that responsibility, if, if we all just did that, like, no, you know what, if they're, if their price is wrong, like, and you're not willing to say it, then, you know, you could expect your results to be worse because you know what would sell and you didn't say. Absolutely. I told him to change this you know, in their bathrooms. That was, I walked through the space. I was like, you're going to change that. You need to get this here. We're going to have to adjust that. Right. Like I was just walking through the space. Like you can't have all that there. If you want this place to look like a certain way, present a certain experience, doesn't matter how many leads I get you. They're going to come in, they're going to see that, and it's not going to work. Not to mention that the toilet broke during the event, but that's a whole other thing. As it, as it happens, Back up planning. <laughs> I, I was plunging the toilet during the event to try and fix it for them before until the hey. phone was coming. I'm an hey, all-in do- player, Mark. Yeah, I love that. Well, that's what we should be. You know, I think yeah. it's like, you know, get the job done, no excuses, just, uh, you know, if you see yeah. something wrong. Tell them about it. It's uncomfortable, but that's how you get results. Hey, you know, once I'm there for the event, it, it, as far as I take it, my job is for them to succeed. And if that happened to be a hurdle, I was going to take care of it. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I think that's a, a testament to you as a marketer because it's it's hard to do because a lot of times you it's already a ton of work. You've already done a huge lift putting the whole thing together and getting ready and blah, 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 blah. And you're tired maybe. <laughs> but at the end of the day, if they don't make that money and, you know, six figures is fantastic, but, you know, events making break even, you know, a lot of business owners would be happy just for the exposure and not having wasted money, but going over and above and, and getting those big results, I think that's, that'll lead to how many new clients just from that person talking about it. Absolutely. And then the repeat, even just, you know, we had, a, I think around 170, 190 people there, um, out of those many bots, the rest come back we'll talk about it they left up some swag you know it's kind of this oh epic thing that they're definitely going to talk about so wow, i went to this event it was absolutely great you know they're sharing it it's just so much uh potential from that event once it's done in a way that actually wows people and not just you know experiences is what we're often missing today i feel like we're all walking around and um and it's almost like a sleep state right every now and then a shocking headline may catch our attention or something into action but it's that connection and that experience that makes us go this is this is what i've been needing this is great yeah it's it's not a trick you know i think that's that's what good marketing is not like oh it's a it's a formula and you gotta kind of psychologically convince them to blah 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 it's like no you offer something valuable you deliver it well and then you follow up properly and everybody's happy, you get results and there's no no trickery involved, just uh, just good business. 
not even, you know, sure, there's like fancy word plays, right? Using a NLP, you know, all this stuff. I'm not joking about, you know, it works. Yeah. But the element of just being authentic, being real, like genuine, like as a business owner, you want to deliver a good service. You want people to enjoy it. You're just too stressed sometimes to to step in and do the the above and beyond mark, the or even have that creative space to really make it something that they remember, right? Oh. Like, how do I make this event they remember, they enjoy, they genuinely want to to be here um, when they're here, um, and how do they feel, right? So I think the the tapping into that focus of human centric, like. You know, when I was saying before, it's when you read that, when you look at the offer, when you look at the things, will this excite me? Would I enjoy this? Would I actively in today's world take my wife from my house and say, hey, let's go to this, right? If yeah. not, something's missing. Yeah. Well, and that's the very start, you know, and I think that's where, yeah. you know, people think of the whole process, oh, it's going to be all this work and lead to all these results. But at the end of the day, it's like now every single section of it needs to be examined and critiqued and improved and then you can expect a big result and if you're not willing to do that level of work then don't expect it so so true i mean so besides the um experience kind of flow right there's the behavioral flow which is you know i'm sure you know you might have heard you know the, the whole home b model and behavioral economics of the aspects of you know after you thought about the experience too it's also why would they or wouldn't they make the decision type flow right so What's going to be a reason they didn't buy at this stage or didn't click or didn't walk to the step I wanted them to? What's the reason they would? And how do I remove the friction and that fuel to push mm. them, you know, not push them, guide them, you know, easily through the process? Love it. Well, I, I think that's an amazing approach, amazing story. I think it really highlights, uh, you know, key aspects of marketing that anybody can execute. You know, I don't think you said anything that was like, oh, my, well, I couldn't pull that off. Like, oh, he got, you know. Kardashians to the event. I don't know who goes to these things. No. <laughs> <laughs> probably, but no. <laughs> no, Canva. just good business. Canva <laughs> and uh, Canva. some flyers and yeah. good execution. Well, I, I think that's a fantastic case study. I think a lot of people, anybody, any retail business that has brick and mortar could learn from that. Uh, I think we'll definitely have you on next time and we'll talk about the, the web version of that because we, you know, digital marketers, we have a lot of uh, e-clients. And uh, I'm sure it'll be just as amazing. So in the meantime, where can people learn more about you? Yeah, I mean, you can look me up at League 10, Aton Pollinger. I'll be there. Well, thank you so much, Aton. And uh, just so everybody knows, he is one of our faculty. So you'll see him on a lot of our programs, podcasts, articles, videos, all that kind of fun stuff. So go and look him up on our blog at digitalmarker.com too. And you'll see more of his stuff. And it's uh, it's all gems like this. So that's what you can expect whenever he's on. And that's good marketing. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to hit that follow button so you get notified when all of our new episodes release. Please share this with a friend who's clueless about digital marketing. And don't forget to visit digitalmarket.com where you can access all of our courses, certifications, and training programs. Thanks again, everyone. And we'll see you next time. This is Digital Marketing. Get ready for the two easiest ways for you to generate product photos for your e-commerce store. I'm Lauren Petrullo, founder and CEO of Mongoose Media and Digital Marketer Academy faculty member. I've managed over 50,000 SKUs for over 100 different e-commerce sites, and I cannot tell you the importance of quality product photos. Not only are they important for your website, 
but they're great to be repurposed in your email marketing campaigns, your paid ad initiatives, and your organic social media content. It's imperative that you have great photos because great photos sell your products and start conversations with your consumers. There are two great solutions when seeking out quality product photos for your e-commerce site. One, UGC. We know that native user-generated content wins all day on social. When you can get your customers to share back their use of your products in their voice, in their personal applications, you will see dividends when that is repurposed in your paid ads and organic social feeds. Secondly, don't have customers or UGC yet? Not a problem. There are cost-effective solutions in which you can outsource that photography. This and so much more is covered in my modules in our e-commerce cert with Digital Marketer.